0: That's what I was making. What the fuck are you doing? Oh, Shh, hold on!
1: I totally forgot to put the song. So, to do it. Hold, please. Hey everybody, welcome to the Spiritual Rebels and Misfits podcast. We are really excited that you're here to get weird with us.
0: <laughs> and we're going to have all kinds of, you know, absurd ideas playing around with magnificent guests. And we're just going to go to places you always wanted to go. But, you know, you couldn't tell mom and dad how you felt about aliens, about channeling. You couldn't say fuck.
1: I'm Ashley Bradley, I am a mom, I am an intuitive business coach, I'm a business psychic and a channel.
0: And I am James Lester, I am an open homosexual, I'm a speaker, a writer, I am a member of the recovery community, and I am a queer activist.
1: And after you listen today, we would love it if you would follow us in one of the podcast places, Spotify, Apple, just to name a few subscribe leave us a review it helps new people find what we've created and we thank you for listening let's do this hi everybody hello welcome hi i feel like we get very worked up and like overly excited like little puppies over here before we start and then we have to like be like okay we gotta calm down we need to press play we need to get our shit together We're going live in two minutes, and it's like, every time, this is how we start.
0: It is what it is.
1: (laughs) This is what it is. I will be done.
0: (laughs) Don't. Don't be a thief.
1: (laughs) So, I am excited for this episode because, first off, like, I don't think, other than a book that somebody got me when I was 12, like, I, I had a dream interpretation book at one point that I don't know that I was like, you know quite there yet with my interest with it, but this is like such a unique topic with the dream interpretation. Mm. And do you remember when I was like, really like getting introduced to Carolyn Elliott and mm. I was starting to do the alchemical journal. I was like writing down dreams and I have not been very good at like interpreting their meaning. And so I think I'm just like curious to dive into this and the shadow work side as well.
0: Yeah. I, I definitely, I love how they, they, can intersync though mm-hmm. you know the the coding that is within dreams that my mom was actually big on dream interpretation oh really but yeah i got a substitution to the table but <laughs> but the problem with my mom as always is meth and magic don't necessarily mix so my mom's sorry mom if you're watching hope you're not but you know my mom's interpretations of dreams mixed with drug hysteria don't necessarily give you a crystal clear picture on you know what the universe is trying to tell you or your mind's trying to file might have been
1: some interesting interpretations it definitely was <laughs>
0: Definitely was. meth and magic or two that don't try those combinations at home kids.
1: <laughs> well, okay. I think the Carolyn Elliott thing was like also showing the intersection between like tarot, like dreams, the subconscious and the shadow work. Like I found out like it's very much based in like Carl Jung and the Jungian psychology that he was like the grandfather of it, I guess you would say like, unless Maybe some woman created it somewhere, and he fucking got credit, which is also a possibility. I have to look into that deeper.
0: You know, Carl Young, just fun fact, is actually a huge, huge influence in the recovery program I worked as. Well. Oh, really? Yeah.
1: Ah, well, I just like that when Carolyn Elliott was like bringing in this Carl Young quote, like, and talking about the subconscious, and it was basically saying like until we make our subconscious conscious, we run our life and call it fate. And that's like one of his popular quotes. And so like looking at dreams and like pulling cards and basically saying like, oh, this is like my subconscious, like communicating with me and bringing things to the surface that I'm ready to be with now. Like, I think that the intersection between all of those like have been interesting because I think even with me being a reader, like I never really was like making that connection. I never saw it through that lens. And so I'm just really fascinated by it.
0: Well, what's really fascinating is the episode we did about otherworldly beings where he was talking about how dreams are sometimes in other cultures considered like living a whole another lifetime that you're Mm -hmm. living in another life and another dimension. So I want to get Meg's opinion on that as well. And also, like, the intersection of doing the shadow work, getting up against your darker edges, and then what your subconscious then tells you through dreams should be interesting to hear Crystal's interpretation, too. And these two powerful forces coming together, it's going to be fun.
1: Okay, so another thing I think we should talk about is, like, I didn't know what the term shadow work meant for a while, and I feel like it's a thing that's, like, thrown around a lot that... Even being like spiritual, I didn't fucking know because no one would talk about what it meant. They'd just be like, oh, you need to do shadow work or like shadow work is important. And there's not a lot of people that are like talking about, well, what do we mean by that? And I think that I realized um, that in many ways, like I was like in that space, but not understanding that that's what I was doing or knew what that word meant. I'm always like naive to everything. I feel like I'm always like the last to know about what things like mean. I'm not like hip and with it, with that kind of stuff. But I think that I have become like known for talking about unique magic and like people always lean in and they're just like, yes, like in my business, I want to know more of like my magic. And that, like, I think that no one's connecting with like, well, we walk through our shadow. Like we walk through all of like the muck and the the shame and all of these things that we've like hid in the closet for more magic to be discovered. But like, we're not necessarily thinking about that process of it. And I think like that is, that is like the pathway for me. And it's like, it's something that I think like the more that I've um, I think embraced it and understood that that's what I was doing and how that's like our, that's our portal, like into more, it's just been powerful. And so I think like crystal has like really been transformative of like because we've done some really amazing episodes around Mm -hmm. sex and sexuality with Crystal. And I was just recommending episode 33 and the exercise that she walked us through because we have so much shadow around like sex and sexuality. We were talking about this earlier and she's been like really pivotal just being our fucking guest on this podcast and like really bringing some things to light that I hadn't even seen before that I hadn't even noticed were there. Mm -hmm. And so Mm -hmm. I think that,
0: Mm -hmm. she got your faucet dripping again huh oh my god
1: (laughs) so inappropriate
0: but that's what else are we gonna
1: what else are we gonna get like we we check the explicit box so
0: yeah we can say whatever we want for those of you that can't see right now ashley's like in this cheetah dress and she has these pockets and she's got her hands in it like (laughs) all like sexual goddess right now so like i don't know what to do and i'm like in a t-shirt and i'm like oh god like how do i stand in this light so yeah she got the (laughs) the underpin. but i do want to you know really implore anyone that is part of the live right now if you have questions about shadow work uh if you have questions about dream interpretation i know two of you did come forth with something that meg's gonna look at Mm. but if anyone else has questions comments Something funny to throw away, like this is an interactive, you know, roundtable discussion. So feel free to throw some like that comment right there.
2: Hi
1: Joseph. Hi Lisa. Um yeah, like we we do this live, like with our guests so that there can be that conversation. And so we actually are going to, um, all four of us, we're going to be in this conversation Mm. together and just talking about, um, you know, all the different perspectives and places. Because I think that that's what's really fucking cool about this is that everyone has like walked through their own unique life journey. Like there's different people that have learned different modalities or been in different expertise or read different books. And that when we all come together, including all of you that are listening or watching right now, bringing something different, like, I feel like that's how it gets really juicy and really different, right?
0: Getting juicy, mm-hmm. huh? Uh-huh. See what yeah. you did, Crystal? <laughs> Crystal, you've been a delicious, delicious influence on this woman. <laughs> and I love this comment right here. I was desperately trying to figure out what shadow work was while doing it, and took me so long to make the connection. And I think a lot of people that are on their spiritual journey are not even aware they're, ta- like, tapping on the shadows or, like, doing the shadow work because it the coalition, coalition, correlation between the two, it takes a long time to really connect. So hopefully Crystal can give us more clarity on that.
1: Yeah. I think like a lot of people as well, like especially when they're walking into like newly into spirituality that I think they, they're just like, Oh, love and light. Because like, I don't want anyone to think that I'm into any of like the dark stuff or any of like the bad stuff. So I'm just going to like talk about love and light and like high vibrations. And then like, there's like, I think this journey to like, widen that box and to like really be have a more expanded view of what that means and then I think also um, they come to terms with like when you get bigger and brighter and you're owning more of your magic that if the shadow isn't dealt with that also gets bigger and so I feel like it kind of comes to that point where you can't fucking ignore it anymore where it's just like there. I think
0: any spiritual work where you're not looking at the quote unquote shadows is half ass. And you know, the, the quotes that you're reading from Karen Elliott, like a lot of it's like really recognizing like the stuff we're setting up for ourselves and not even being aware because we're not touching the edges and we're not getting into shadow and having done some work with crystal, like it was so important to get in there and recognize what am I afraid of? As I do this spiritual journey or the sexual journey, what am I trying to stay away from that's then causing more shadow? I'm probably yeah. explaining completely wrong. I think
1: but- we should talk like briefly about like our perspectives. They're going to have other like yeah. probably more magnificent perspectives with them like being in this this category like even more than, than we are. But I think that I'd like to talk about like our perspective on like what. Shadow work is like because I think that for me, like I really work really well off examples that like sometimes someone can explain it to me, but then they can give me an example of like something from their life or like some things someone else is doing. And I think it starts to make more sense.
0: Okay, So what's your viewpoint on shadow work?
1: I would say that in my most recent like shadow work that I've done, like we've talked about the sexuality side of it that like, Oh, like in my twenties, like being considered a slut or labeled a slut or like anyone, you know, thinking about that or or knowing about that. Like I have to like, you know, I, I have to protect this. I have to guard this. I have to like hide this away so that no one knows. And then I think like, Uh, another comparison would be like when I went through like reading that book, Witch, by Lisa, Lisa Lester, like, and I started to realize that I had a lot of like fears around people viewing anything that I did as like too witchy or, you know, it being questionable to some people. So I had to sink into that and be like, wow, like, I really have to look at this. I have to look at these parts of me that I feel uncomfortable with, that I feel like I can't talk about fully. And like, really look at like, what's challenging for me to, to, to be with, with those. Like, I think a lot of it also has been like, just like some of the, um, I think it could be just with like personal traits as well, you know, like things like feeling jealous, um, you know, or being in comparison or, um, anything like that. I feel like that comes up of like, just like being with the parts that, you know, we want to maybe repress in our personality. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay, I feel so that. Spill, like you got you to like <laughs>
0: give some examples. <laughs> well, For me, uh, specifically working with Crystal. And then I, I want to talk about the dream aspect of it as well, because, you know, when you do dive into the shadow work, I, I have witnessed it show up in my subconscious and go through my dreams. But like working with Crystal specifically on the shadow work of sex, like I, I can love aggressive sex. I can love very like, you know. Sorry, this depends. We've been zoomed, but very choky, like sweaty, like you know, hard sex. But then the shadow work is, you know, when you cast that light, then there's the shadow, and the shadow part is, I want to make sure everyone feels safe. Mm. and having been someone that has gone through sexual trauma i want to make sure that i'm not hurt, actually hurting someone in a non-pleasurable way mm-hmm. and really recognizing that shadow and dealing with it because when you cast the light there's a shadow and so like yeah. you have to like get into that part so if you want to embrace that part of it, and we're just using sexuality as an example of shadow work like if you cast that light of like i love dominant sex i have to look at the shadow that i'm casting like am i actually hurting anyone maybe making someone feel unsafe so for me that's prime example of shadow work and then when you're diving in that you might have dreams like erotic dreams or dreams of being raped or hurting someone that might come up or like a completely abstract dream about like you know like being raped by dolphins as an example so like you i know, just
1: learned that was a thing and i'm like
0: everyone an interesting is interesting
1: rabbit hole to go down online <laughs>
0: <I> <laughs> why is like, everyone what? so far behind on the dolphin rape I situation
1: <laughs> i was like I have to tell you like there was there was like a whole other avenue and I was like, what?
0: <laughs>
1: and then I was Dolores Cannon was talking about these like Dolphin aliens, basically.
0: First like, of all, don't call them aliens. And second of all, that sounds like a very unsafe planet. You know, and I was off. like,
1: is this connected? Is this just a part of the ascension that the dolphins are sort of like upgrading us? Like, no, like, what the fuck is going on? That's some
0: interesting hybrids. It's really
1: interesting.
0: Yeah. If Whitney's watching, Whitney, remember, those are where mer- mermaids come from. All right. So some interesting Let's comments pull, over here. Okay.
1: And then we're going to pull okay. in our lovely guests. Which one are you looking at?
0: Well, it's further up. Further up. Okay. Oh, look, I love just this. I love your hair and makeup. Just that's for you to see like Thank
1: you. The
0: faucet I you-
1: I tried a little more today. I took a little more time. <laughs> I stopped maybe it's cuz I stopped y- eating sugar the other day. Uh, okay, not- so now I think you really have stuff in your teeth. But- okay,
0: well, let's just concentrate. Let's okay. bring in our guests. How about okay. that? Okay. <laughs>
1: Last time we had a false alarm that he had something in his teeth. Hi, Meg. Hi, Crystal.
0: Hello, hello.
1: Hi, everyone. Everybody, we can hear Crystal. We can hear Meg, right? Say something, Crystal. Hi. Oh, okay. (laughs) So I think we would love for everybody to be introduced to, like, each of you just briefly. And then we can just kind of, like, have this free-for-all for for what's coming up for the two of you backstage. Crystal, do you want to... Introduce who you are and what you do.
2: Yeah, I'm Crystal. I am a life and erotic embodiment guide. Mm -hmm. And I help women and gay men travel down the path of awakening their erotic energy, diving into the shadows first in order to do that, just really being able to live their most delicious
0: life of pleasure.
2: Love it.
1: What a perfect
0: tight little introduction. And Meg, welcome to the round table, my dear. Thank
3: you. You want I'm to introduce me?
0: Yeah, we're so excited to have you. you um, I'm an, intu- you? Sorry.
3: I'm an intuitive I'm an intuitive powerment coach, and basically I help people um try to build the life of their wildest dreams. Um, and you, to do that, um, you have to do both light and shadow work. Because if you don't know what's unconscious, you'll never be able to make a conscious choice. And so that's my big thing is autonomy.
1: Hmm. And then the dream interpretation thing, yes. like how did that come into play? Because that's th- something that I don't hear very often.
3: Okay, so I have this crazy story. Do you wanna hear it?
0: Yes, So please. I have a
3: birth story. I've, I've been dreaming my whole life. I can remember dreams when I was like five, four, six. I've got tons, hundreds of dreams in my head. And so um, I was born on October 13th at 8.03 and on Jeopardy, the third puzzle was baby makes three and I was <laughs> born at 8.03. And so, oh, and my mom said three pushes. I'm not totally sure if that's true, but she <laughs> I, she said it. I didn't. And so you were talking about tarot cards. And of course, 13 is my favorite number. How could it not be? And the 13th card is the card of death, right? The separation card, death of separation. And I had a beautiful lucid dream probably about a year ago. And it had goddess Freya in it. And she happens to be known for Friday the 13th. And so I started to go on this dream journey of like, I must be really capped in. And so my sh- shaman name is Wild Dream Sorceress. And mm. I love, I just kept going on. And I found um, nigualism which is um, in Mexico, which is where this whole dream interpretation type of Carl Jung stuff kind of originated. And um, I, and guess what number is associated with it? 13. And so I was just like, it was just this b- beautiful spiritual path that just kind of like unfolded for me. And so, you know, I didn't know that I was going to be here. If you would have asked me a couple of years ago, I would have been like, what? That's how it always works.
1: I mean, did
2: you think you were going to be a sex coach, like in shadow coach one day, <laughs> Crystal? No, I mean, it started with Reiki. I knew it was there, the energy to be in energetic coaching, but To know that, okay, we're going to, this is the way that I dropped into the shadow is through sexuality. Sexuality is your portal. Sexuality is my portal. Yeah. And now all of the shadows are my portal. Love that.
1: (laughs) You You have a different perspective. Like, I feel like you're going to be more eloquent with like how you describe shadow work to somebody that's like, what the fuck is that? Like, what does that mean?
2: Oh, my gosh. I mean, when you said earlier, um, I think that they'll come here and have a more magnificent explanation of this. I thought to myself, I don't. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) what you guys brought was, you know, it's an individual experience of jumping into the shadow or dropping into the shadow for each and every one of us. So whatever words we put on it are the words we put on it, but it was just so rich and juicy and amazing to listen to both of your experiences. And I feel like that's kind of what um speaks to it the most is that it's such an individual journey for each and every one of us of facing right our dark, accepting the dark, loving the dark and being tender with the dark. Even then moving forward behind that, which is where it gets really yummy, and it is the portal, it's it's recognizing it's the portal, um, but then understanding that all of our power lives behind that shadow. Mm. All of the creativity and all of our juice lives there. I mean, the most creative beings that have been on the planet here expressing have been able to do so because they went into that part of them. So that's kind of where the, for me personally, what my journey has been, it's it's always, I've always been here, a creative being, an energetic being tapped in, tuned in, turned on to that. But the creativity of erotic is really what took me out uh, or going into the erotic and into that, into the shadows of it was able to bring all of the creativity out that I really want to express as a divine being on this planet.
3: Beautiful. Yeah. yeah.
2: So that, Yeah. You guys had it on the nose.
1: Well, that feels, that makes me feel better because I think sometimes like I didn't walk into it in a traditional way. Like, you know, I, I think I'm always like, Oh, I'm sure crystal has like, her training or her certification to be like a shadow guide. And she's fucking, and so sometimes (laughs) I just feel like I'm very DIY of just like walking through it and like tapping into the, you know, Carolyn Elliott and the different sources. And like, I feel like sometimes my response to things is just like strung together, but I guess in a way that's what we need because everyone's going to understand it slightly differently and it's going to resonate slightly differently. So Maybe I need to look at the shadow around that at some point.
2: (laughs) Right? Yeah. It's like that willingness to just look and be tender and be present and hold space. And even further, in the shadow aspect, is when you really sit into what is in shadow, you know, they're just parts of us. And so then we're acknowledging these parts. And um, for me, how I like to. Uh, process with my clients and even myself is, um, you know, the first thing I do is tap into what the emotion is. So protective has shown up or now uh, anxiety has shown up or anger or acceptance, right? It's this emotion I'm having that goes into the part, which is like being hidden by the shadow. Uh, which I loved hearing James kind of allude to is that you know what's behind all of that, and and then Ashley also the brighter the light, the breaking darker the shadow. So that's a very interesting rabbit hole as well.
3: I think one of yeah, Meg. The thing- I think that one of the things that people don't realize is like, what is the shadow? And like, when Mm -hmm. we come into this world, we are ourselves, our true selves. And then you have approval and then you have disapproval and then you have punishment and you have reward. And so you have the light and you have the dark, right? And then in the center is us. And so the ego takes the stuff of approval and says, this is who I am and throws the shadow behind it like Mm. behind and says this is who you are forget about this stuff and the more that you forget about it and repress this stuff the bigger the shadow gets above you and sometimes it will cloud you until you actually Mm. listen to it and so i think it's a shadow work is not only like taking into the light work and saying, okay, what are my projections? What are my fantasies? Because you're consciously aware of your fantasies and your projections. Like when you point a finger, that's a projection. But when you dream, your subconscious tells you what the shadow is. But if you don't listen to the shadow, it will eventually pop up in destructive, self-harming Um, patterns and cycles and same relationships and same over and over and over again. So it's like, you have to pay attention to me. And then, you know, my, my favorite line is everything with substance has a shadow and every shadow has a gift. Just what, you know, Crystal was saying is that like you have to turn around and look at your shadow in order to get your biggest gifts because the power that comes from shadows is because it's anything that you look at whatever direction you look at you're you're uncovering yourself like a layer of onion right and so either the shadow work or light work is telling you but like shadow work is much more harder because it's the stuff that you cannot see you're not aware of right you're unconscious
0: hmm. i love 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 the way you explain Thank that you. Yeah. And Crystal, can I just have you kind of jump in on your experience with dreams and shadow work? And when you're doing the shadow work, what does pop up in the subconscious and the dreams? And then Meg, like if you have any insight on that, that'd be awesome.
2: Yeah. So I've actually, I think, lived in a little bit of shadow around dreams for a while until until more recently. I haven't really. Okay, I have held space in my being for dreams as communication. Uh, But I used this as communication with guides, spirits, that's where I held it. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I've been currently, you know, more diving into the young, like uh, philosophy of it, and understanding that deeper within myself, uh, because my dreams have been super intense, Um, but, and and they obviously are communicating with me now. Uh, so through all my shadow work, it's like been sex, spirit, this, that, me, other, but now here I am in, okay, dreams are starting to show up. And what I'm realizing and stepping into is this, that they show up in themes. And that's what I really appreciate is that if we can, you know, go back into, go into them and say, what's the theme in this This one, this one, this one, and this one, and oh shoot, they all showed up as a safety. I want safety. Mm. Like this, that's I'm unsafe in this dream. Mm. So um, that's really all that I have, right? In that they show up in themes, and it's fucking so (laughs) juicy that that piece of information (laughs) is there for us because now I take that into my shadow work. All right. Yeah, clearly I'm over here in conscious mind, which thank you, Meg, for naming that the I am, the I am not, right? Because that is what the shadow work is for sure. And then so even further in that, which is so fun that I'm like popping right now is that it's more shadow work is inclusive work. That's what it is. It's saying I include you now. Mm-hmm. I include all of me. I'm yes. remembering that. Yes. In this movie. I include all of me, not just the part of me that feels comfortable to my ego. Right. Yes. So that's the part that's yeah. arising for me in dreams. Um, it's so valuable and juicy and listening to them is, you know, such a great tool because if you can tap into the theme of it, it's so reflective in uh, shadow work for sure. That's what I've got mm-hmm. for that.
3: Hmm.
0: Did anything arise out of that for you, Meg?
3: Yeah. I mean, I think that the biggest thing for dreams, like she said, is that when you are ready to have a com- conversation with your subconscious, you will start having dreams. So if you can't remember any of your dreams, the first thing that I would say is like, say a prayer before you go to bed, um, saying okay, I'm subconscious, like I'm ready, like I'm ready to talk to you now. And when you do this, it will you within days, you will have a dream and you'll have to write it down. So that's the second part that I would say is like, you can even do a voice note. Like I would roll over in the middle of the night and I just like voice note it and then go back to sleep. And when I first started doing this, I was having like three to four times a night. I would wake up in the middle of the night and have a dream. And I was like journaling it. And wow. finally I was like, Whoa, 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 Whoa. This is overwhelming. I'm not getting very good sleep. So like <laughs> you have, a, you have a choice. <laughs> yeah. And you have control over this. So you're like, okay, that's too much. So now I only have like one or two dreams uh, a night. And I, and if I can't remember all the details or something gets, Um, fuzzy or like say someone woke me up and I had to go do something and I forgot, that's okay. Um, You are going to remember the dreams that are planted for you. And so it's not like you're missing anything. Um, Any kind of details that you have are perfectly fine. So if you only say there was a man and he had a white shirt on, that's perfectly fine. And the more that you do this, the more your dreams will communicate with you and i think it's beautiful because like you said in the beginning it's so personal it's everyone's dreams are personally um it's important to never take someone else's interpretation to heart if it doesn't resonate with you because no one knows your dreams except for you and and that's a super important thing to remember like someone could say oh yeah a hawk is a messenger and you're like oh that just doesn't feel right to me and so you don't have to do that because hawks are messengers as a spiritual thing but maybe that's not what a hawk means to you maybe you have a memory with a hawk and that hawk trigger something in you, and then that is what it means.
0: Mm. So I think it's
3: it's really important to do that. And shadow work is beautiful with dream work because, like you said, you have a bunch of dreams where you're unsafe. So what is this telling you? The, the, that you have to bring more safety into your conscious life for not only for your ego, but also for your shadow. Because once you start um, giving what your shadow needs, right? So we have needs, our conscious ego has needs. Like I need a person to talk, text me you know or do this or like I need to make sure that I get exercise you have these needs but so do your shadow your shadow has needs and so if you start filling your shadow's needs the more fun you can have um when I was in a state of like really good like taking care of myself and doing all these beautiful things and and listening to my ego I had these beautiful dreams of flying and lucid dream and you have these more you know um ability to to have more lucid dreams because you're taking the time of giving that what you need. And if the shadow comes up, you might not actually know what it is. And that's when the shadow work actually comes to play with somebody you're coaching or supporting or journaling. I think it's beautiful thing to like know what layer to pull back.
0: Mm,
1: Yeah. And I do want to dive in soon to some dream interpretation. So Meg said she would do some some dream yeah. interpretation so if, if you're watching right now and it. you've had like a recent dream i know that i i think i did what you were saying unknowingly by saying oh it'd be nice if i had a dream that i could remember before this so i can like you know give her something as a possibility and i did yesterday so um i'm happy to share that one and then we can pull a few other things i think um i think i'm fascinated because i'm also like just seeing the crossover that I'm like, oh, it almost kind of feels like tarot, or how like you would read like a card intuitively, and how my my mind might like go to the hawk, right? And so I think it's just so interesting to see the similarities and the crossover of these different modalities. I think um, I think I'm also would love to talk about if somebody maybe isn't working with like a coach or someone like us that's going to walk you know with them through that part, like what some perspectives are and like. How do we start this? Like, if we're wanting to have our own practice, and other than writing down dreams, like any favorite things, like to kind of DIY this work initially. Do you want that now? I I can give it to you. Like, just opening it up for whoever's, you know, whether it's you or Crystal or James, just want to throw it out there.
3: So, the first thing that I would say is in your dream, if it's light as if it was sunshine out, that's your ego online. And then if it's dark as if it's nighttime, that's your shadow online. And then, so definitely make note of that. And if it's a combination, like a dingy dim light, it's a combination of the two. And then Mm -hmm. the second part of this would be to write down the people in your dream. So if it's a crowd and you're not really sure who it is, or if it's an opposite sex or the same gender, and if you're gender fluid, you go with what um, resonates with you, whatever you're feeling in the time of like, if that person is your mother and you relate to that, then that is your, um, you know, shadow. Right. But if it's an opposite opposing to what you would believe in, it's actually the collective unconscious. And going back to what James was saying about the spiritual beings, sometimes, um, opposite sex or the opposing side of what you would think it is, is actually the animus or anima, which is like the collective, what the collective is going through. So you can be giving, uh, maybe you're feeling um, some anxiety, but you don't really have anxiety in your life. Your anima or animus would show up and that would be telling you you're feeling the collective's energy. And this is not mm. a, like, you can transcend this because this is not your, this Bullshit.
0: To you. <laughs> <laughs> Crystal, what comes up with you with all of this that's just being discussed right now?
2: Yeah, as I was listening, Meg, thank you so much for bringing all of this. So delicious. Uh, that's what I've been learning is the, uh, and I'm so much inspired by the collective unconscious. Uh, that's something I've, I've been kind of more um, just... Diving into based on my own experience, I have a lot of very much uh, intergalactic dreams or post apocalyptic dreams, which has brought me to going, All right, what is this dream shit? Because <laughs> where, are- <laughs> what planet am I going to, you know? Am I going home? So, uh, yeah, it's that kind of stuff. Um, that's what's arising to me. I mean, I'm really just more of a a novice learner at this point. So hearing everything that Meg is bringing is confirming the things that are, are being digested. We were talking about before, like, Oh, well, when
1: is it not a dream? Because reading all the Dolores Cannon stuff, like come to find out that sometimes things are um, maybe, maybe we remember it in a dreamlike state, but that, maybe we're experiencing something else. And so we were actually talking about that. And I was like, oh, Crystal's having galactic dreams. Like (laughs) what's going on there? (laughs)
2: Seriously. So fun. But where, why? I love the collective unconscious about it. But then also that place where I started before I even was diving into this part of my work, it's Okay, um I'm communicating with my my intergalactic family. I'm communicating with my or is this just me in the in the in a parallel universe living out another experience? I mean, that's what's happening too. So, um and then, you know, we go from shadow and uh light and here time-space reality to now, where does it go beyond that? I mean, it's it's a black hole. It feels. Yeah. like. Right? <laughs> like yeah. Is this a different planet? Is it a parallel universe? Am I actually living out another life right now? Yes, I. I feel uh, energetically. I kind of do, honestly. And,
3: and the thing that I would say to you is like, you have to trust your instinct. So when you wake up and you're like, "Wow, that was out of this world," and you're like that yeah. it was out of this world. Like if it, was, <laughs> totally. if it was something that you felt like somebody was giving you a message um, definitely could be um, ancestral or it could be from a different you know, you could be doing a different timeline. Um, If you're acting and responding in a different way than you normally would, you're probably living in a, like doing, dreaming in a different um, dimension. Like that's Mm -hmm. you of a parallel universe, you know? So it's like, it's all really personal to you. And so when you think something is, you know, make sure you jot that down because trust your instinct. And then after you've had your analysis and done these things, then tell a friend and see if they have anything that they can give to you and Mm -hmm. only take the stuff that you resonate with and leave the rest because it's not worth it you will series of dreams will actually tell you if you've actually listened to your subconscious or not because it's like okay well you didn't get that so i'm going to give you another one and i'm going to give you another one and it's like it'll tell you So, so i
0: was wondering um so we had a couple people you know volunteer their dreams and i was wondering i want to hear
1: about mine as well selfishly
0: oh of course you do. <laughs> of course hey <laughs> do you want to do yours first or do you want to dive in i was like ones?
1: well you know let's, i did let's i voice noted her today about this <laughs> you don't have to go in like deep to any of these we'll make sure we drop your link for people that want to have a session with you mm-hmm. to go deeper um but let's do like a few dream interpretations so My recent one, it was like, I was in between a restaurant and a hair salon. It was kind of like a combo kind of business. Um, they, I've worked in restaurants and hair salons before. Um, so they weren't either of my workplaces, but there were familiar environments. Like my boss and current, like hairdresser, like Tori was there. Um, My kids were there, but my, they were like eating in the restaurant part of it. And my son was like a little infant, even though he's four years old now. And my daughter was her normal age. So it was interesting that he was younger than her. And then the most prominent thing is I started like cutting off my hair. Like I was going back to like a really short hairstyle that I had. I had like the barber razor and I was like fully going up the back. And then I stopped halfway through and I was like, Oh, like, I don't, I don't know if I know exactly how to cut my hair this way. So maybe I should go ask somebody for help. And so I stopped and then I was like, Oh, I haven't been watching my kids. Are they okay? And that was it. I think I woke up.
3: So that was my dream last night. Yeah. So first I would like to know, is it daytime or is it nighttime?
1: It felt like it was like maybe day that went into night because it did feel like many hours. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. I would say like late afternoon to like it's early evening.
0: All complicated. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I'm trying it to go not- into it. I was like, what was it? I don't
3: know. So it would mean that your ego is online and has a, is trying to over tell you what is going on with like, so the, e- the the light is telling you that the ego is trying to tell you something over top of the shadow. Mm. Second, I would say that because you're in a familiar place Um, And then you went for it. You went for something that was kind of scary. Um, Usually the changing of hair means that you're going through a um, spiritual shift. Um, So that's like a thing. But the fact that you got uneasy after you made a decision and you paused and was like, I don't have the the feeling of this. I would actually Mm. say that this was what you were saying to Crystal about like, oh, I don't I don't feel really comfortable that I was doing shadow work. You seem like the expert and I don't really know. And so then you got into this fear mode, right? Which then Mm -hmm. goes into the shadow of like, you're not doing good enough job. And so that I'm not paying attention to my kids. And the fact that he is um, younger Younger. means that um, you feel like you're in the sense of Parenting that you um, miss something, right? Like mm. so he's younger and you're like, oh, I'm missing something, like well, him you know growing what? up really that
1: cool. too, right? Like Jude's like about to be um diagnosed, like I'm pretty positive he's on the autism spectrum. And so I think like there's probably that side where I'm just like wow, it feels like at this point she listens better than him because there's other challenges that we're walking through with him. So I totally I that totally resonates completely.
3: Yeah. And then the shadow work would be to, one, realize in dreams, if you can, and this is also in real life, is that when you make a decision, stick with it and trust yourself and have faith that you know what you're doing for yourself. Because mm-hmm. when we do something in that amount of like, oh, I'm going to do this, I'm it's bold, right? But then all of a sudden fear leaks in. It's like, if you make a decision, all of the universe conspires against you, and so that is the shadow work, It's like, how can you bring mm. that more of that like trusting nature into you? That you're doing a great job. That if you made a decision to cut your hair or whatever the might the shift might be, or the thing that's really scary, like you're going to ha- you're going to know and you're going to be supported, right? Mm. And so you're the beautiful and the finished next time, like stuck to it, and that that can like shift something. I was, yeah. was like, dreaming. Yeah. And it, it, even if it weren't, if you fully committed to something, you would know that you come to the other side of it and you would become lucid dreaming because you have now conquered enough energy out of mm-hmm. fear frequency into the higher frequencies so that you can lucid dream. Lucid dream only comes when you have enough energy to do it and you cannot be stuck in fear to lucid dream
2: hmm
3: interesting you want to dive into
1: some other ones well
0: what pops up for you in that crystal what kind of shadow work are you hearing layered in everything that meg just broke down
2: oh my gosh (laughs) (laughs) you know what what's what's arising for me is um i'm actually going through that selfishly, I'm going through my dream, like a <laughs> <laughs> uh, Yeah, well, I think like that's what I, oh you God, know, like yeah, okay, I was, was it clear like night? Was it <laughs> <laughs> what really stood out too? And just uh, thank you, Meg, for being you on this planet. You master just calling in the trust, uh, huge. We all know that each and every one of us, right here, right now, we know on an intrinsic level, energetic level, how important it is to listen, to trust, and to be with what we are experiencing, whether it's in the dream or the conscious. So that really touched my heart aside from analyzing.
0: Sorry. You yeah. know are all good. I love the honesty on it. Can we go up to Alyssa's comment? Yeah. So if you don't, if you both don't mind, so we're going to read a couple dreams. Well, oh, here, I'm
1: going to, well, I'm going to, it's going to block you for a second and then I'll take it back down so we can see you again. You want to read it
0: sure so this is from Alyssa love i have a dream a couple nights ago i had a dream was at the where i was at the beach watching surfers and a shark came and ate a surfer and i was heavily crying and i was like transported to a calm part of the ocean and i was telepathically speaking to three orcas and they were explaining the shark was just doing what it does as part of its life and bringing me comfort and then i realized i was in the water with the of uh, three orcas, and I got scared and jumped out of the water, and there was three penguins. So it sounds like a a lot of numbers in there, a lot of uh, maybe perhaps spear downs, But I'll let you both break it down. Then Crystal, if you hear any shadow work coming up in there that you can recommend, and Alyssa is watching live, if she wants to give any feedback, let's take it to the experts.
3: So obviously, first is I'm assuming that it's in the daytime because you are watching a, a surfer, and then two, I would say that. Um, you are at the beach probably for peace and comfort, and then the shark is something that you don't have control of, and you don't understand. Um, As a, I'm, is your pronouns she her?
0: Um, I believe. I believe be so, Alyssa. Yeah, yeah. You, to you could correct
3: those, Alyssa. Yeah. So, if the surfer was a male, it's also the collective unconscious, right? So. Um, You feel like there's an uncontrollable um, thing that you can't see, and it's bringing up a lot of fear, and you're trying to find peace in your surroundings. But then after you started to release that energy, which is a beautiful part of shadow work and, and, and healing, so you just allowed yourself to grieve, and you were then transported to... A beautiful, peaceful thing where you got the answers. You got the answers that you were looking for. It's like the shark was just doing what it was doing, and you have to just trust. And then they put you in the water so that you could practice the trust. And then you panicked, right? Because you're like, "Oh no!" Because of the shark. And that's where the collective unconscious is getting into your conscious, and you're feeling that, and you're becoming afraid. Um, I would ask you, what do penguins mean to you specifically? Because that would be the answer to, like, feeling more comfort. I think that's your uh, shadow side of telling you, like, find comfort once you're in fear of things that you cannot control outside of yourself. Comfort yourself with the the penguins. What is, you know, I would ask about that. Yeah. When do you do these live, Meg? Because I know
1: you said that you were doing these live on Facebook for a while, right? Yeah.
3: I Nobody really wanted a free dream interpretation sure.
1: <laughs> i think it was like a timing thing because like <laughs> why are you, exactly are, you, are, you, are you i'm like meg i was like we need to know when we can beat back so we can have our expert and all these people are waiting so <laughs> raise your hand please drop a one if you would like <laughs> if, you,
2: if you really want this
0: crystal face was genius, though. That's
1: crazy. <laughs> yes this is amazing yes. and it's so unique and it's like i kept thinking i was like "Ooh, like i could see like this being like such a juicy clubhouse room especially now that clubhouse is like inclusive to android i was like yeah like i could totally see this being like such a popular thing like this is
3: amazing i've like yeah. i've never experienced this before This is a and party. it's so fun too because like you get to know about the thing so um animals that show up or reoccurring things like sometimes you can actually get repressed memories to show up mm-hmm. and uh it's one of my favorite things it's almost like uh um they illuminate like they're like um so i had recently found out some repressed memories but i didn't know them but i was having these like re- reoccurring things and in the darkness this glowing baby oil popped up and I was like what and then like or just took down the the thing and I was like and it was everything else was dark so they kind of illuminate when you're like these are the you stare at some roller skates or something and you're like where did these come from it's like oh that actually I owned those pairs when I was you know eight I had those skates like I remember those now and I was like oh and then it kind of tells you as you go and it That's where I ask you, you should get a coach for that because handling stuff like that can actually be very, very hard and very, very jarring (laughs) to say Mm -hmm. the least. Yeah.
2: Can I ask a question around, so something that I was learning is that, so through our day, we're in the Freudian uh, teaching of dream, right? Is that we, or so, and correct me and guide me in this as you can, but the as we go through our day, we're collecting data and then we show up to the dream. And the idea is that our brain's now emptying that data mm. through the debt or in the dream. But then that's when the young comes in and it says, okay, I'm going to use all of these, all of this data from the day. Say I was gardening today, but now in my dream, I'm having unsafety about the flower that's growing out of the ground because I don't feel safe. Right, And, like in the shadow, so is there anything that you can speak to around that? I, I thought it was just really valuable because so in we feel in some worlds, maybe online or whatever, if people are looking into what they want their dream interpretation to be or 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 to understand it, that they're they're getting, okay, this animal or this object means this versus. Uh, what's the underlying theme, right? And and that's important to know that that there's communication in the feeling and the theme versus what you're actually seeing, who you're seeing, and stuff like that.
3: Mm-hmm. So first, I want to go to the original thing. So Freud automatically assumed that I was always pervert, like perverted. He was very much mm-hmm. sexual oriented. Yeah. He would refuse to think that any dream could mean anything other than. Um, you know, yes. And then Jung was like, I like that you're using dreams, but I want to expand it. And he Mm -hmm. said that, so Jung is big on archetypes. So I'll share one with you guys, is that as a recovering addict and alcoholic, when I have drinking dreams or using dreams, or I've been like using, I've only recently found out that that archetype shows up When I'm ignoring something that's making me uncomfortable and not actually feeling through my feelings and I'm like
1: Mm.
3: busy, being busy or I'm doing these things. And so when I use in my dreams or have like that thing, that reoccurring theme, the archetypes are so big because it's like, okay, but don't get embarrassed by your dreams. If anything happens and you're like, oh God, that was, that filled a shame, you know, don't feel bad about this because dreams are a safe place to do the unthinkable. Like it's limitless and you can do whatever you want in dreams and there's no repercussions because that is, it's a safe place to do that. So don't feel bad about it, but ask yourself like, what is the reoccurring theme? And then keep track. So one of the, in my repressed memories, I had reoccurring uh, dream I had dreams with reoccurring bunk beds and they were my wooden bunk beds from my years and like that whatever but then I'll have a, a you know a dream about random like being at work or whatever and and yes that's like a taking out the data that's coming in but it's oh, yeah. also important because you're brain is showing you those things for specific reasons it's like okay i can get her to uh, her him them to um understand what i'm doing because this is this is on their mind this actually showed up an x popped in because you scrolled through their um Instagram. And it's important because the X is important because this is giving you their message. So yes, it is data unloading, but it's also important because it's trying to give you everything. You are happening to your dreams and the dreams are happening to you and everything Mm -hmm. in those dreams is actually what your brain, like, did very very fine like orchestrated it's like if you were to take your dream and put it into a room and walk through it every little thing that you like remember is important Mm. but you because you don't have enough information yet you would have to like keep digging (laughs)
0: Okay, so thank you. We're gonna need so many episodes on this. I think we're gonna
3: have to
2: revisit this multiple times. So (laughs) I'd like to do
0: one more if you're both game. And Meg, if you can give us your insight, what you think is coming out of the stream, and Crystal, any of the shadow work that you might feel be uh, might be applicable to the stream. Who are we? Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Okay.
0: So we're gonna go. You read it, love.
1: Yes. So Joseph says, "Hi, Joseph." He says, "I have a recurring dream. I walk to the end of a wooden dock." That's just out into the bay. I see a family member or friend. The person always changes, but the rest of the dream is the same. And the person swimming about 10 feet in front of me tells me to jump in. It is daytime. It's daytime. I just jump in and I sink. I sink down farther and farther, but it's okay because I can breathe underwater. All of a sudden I relax as I sink all the way down to the bottom. I see my bed, the exact bed from my bedroom. And then he started to type more. That's all well, you get. That's, you that's, that's all, all you had. That's all you get. You gotta up. pay more. Plus, <laughs> for the full experience with Meg. But
3: so my first experience is: Have you asked a family member if you have a actual memory where you were a child and that you went off, you jumped off of a dock, and you were sinking? Um, because sometimes reoccurring dreams are actually um, just a memory that's trying to surface. Um, and so that one, I would ask if your family member had that the, two, I also really like the fact that, that you are surrendering, right? This is a surrendering, this is a very peaceful dream, but, um, yeah, I would, my first instinct is to say, maybe, is there a family member who could tell you if they actually have a memory of you jumping off of a dock and, um, you know sinking down. I had a friend who had a dream and she was, she had this woman come up behind her and hug her and hold her and wouldn't let her go. And she wasn't scared, but she was like, didn't want to be there. And then she finally one day was like, Hey mom, like I have this weird reoccurring dream." She's like, Oh, that's not a reoccurring dream. That's an actual thing. We used to sit you down on so-and-so's lap when you're a child, because it was the, she had dementia. And it was the only thing that would keep her calm. And so you couldn't, she would just, the whole time you're visiting would hold you. And so I think that like reoccurring dreams sometimes are just simply um, a a memory coming to the surface. Mm. Mm. The fact that you are surrendering and that you're in your bed, I would say that was a safe place for you. And so if you were ever having a stressed day, I would go to your place and sink into your bed.
0: Mm. Crystal, any shadow work, anything you feel that, that Joseph should explore?
3: Yeah, so what I was
2: hearing, I mean, the first thing that I'm curious about is how does that sinking make you feel? Uh, what is the theme in the sinking? I mean, sinking, it sounded uh, kind of serene the way he was explaining it, but it also could feel suffocating to some, who mm-hmm. knows? So that's where I go in this now is, you know, incorporating shadow work into dreams is how is this making you feel? What is the theme? And then landing him into his bed. Thank you for naming surrender. That's what felt. I felt in my system. Um, surrender also. Yeah. Just home. What, what resonated for me was, sinking deeper and deeper and coming home so there was almost like remembering showing up um or something of that nature that was was what was arising for me I get curious
1: about if there's like a past life memory as well like where he was a being from uh you know a being that could breathe underwater <laughs> so he was so.
0: one of the dolphin otherworldly <laughs> creatures were you, that spoke were you
1: a slutty dolphin Joseph
2: <laughs> in your past life
0: or do you want to be a slutty dolphin otherworldly
2: I need <laughs> to know about these slutty dolphins that you oh guys are God. talking okay, about still, okay hold on Joseph <laughs> but I want
1: to say that like looking it up and being like what is this a fucking thing someone was talking about like I, I only partially trust dolphins but then it, like <laughs> I landed on this guy's website that like worked in an aquarium That would penetrate these like female dolphins, but he's like, but no, like they like it, like they're weird. It's a, it's a, (laughs) what the fuck? What?
0: Okay, (laughs) it
1: was really fucking weird, and it, I had to get it out and talk about it, but. (laughs)
0: <laughs> okay. You are not allowed to have your weed pen and the internet open alone for two this, hours. It's
1: not even that. Okay, open. this was not <laughs> that. It was it was a rabbit hole, and I went down it. And then he was talking about how, like, yeah, like they, you know, this is how they they bond with with us sometimes. And it was just okay, like I was I was okay with was the whole dolphins questions.
0: that rape humans, but now you're talking about I just, I just can't, okay? it. This raises a lot of you consent just... questions. <laughs> You just took oh, it we We're going to be banned on YouTube now because of this. And I'm going to have you I
1: know this would be the second time this week. If you get offended, just try not to report. Oh, like, if well, you Joseph, want to stay yeah. on the air. Joseph, wait,
0: Joseph <laughs> does oh, have an update for, sure. for everyone. Joseph <laughs> does have an update. He is still a slutty dolphin. So this is Joseph's big coming out. He is a slutty dolphin, everybody.
1: <laughs> well, I think we're going to go well, like a
2: <laughs> pretty calm. rest of the dream
0: mm. but first i was scared to you j- made it go away first i was scared to jump in but then i realized i could breathe underwater i'm pretty calm the rest of the dream then after i go into the bed i wake up in my own any l- closing thoughts on that ladies
3: i just think that it, it's reminding you that like you have control and like you if you surrender and trust like you're mm. it's like one of those things where it's like, it's beautiful thing. And I honestly think that it could be a past life. That's a good example of one too. Like Mm. maybe there's a past life where you did this.
0: Mm.
1: Well, I think that, Yeah, everyone wants more of this. And I like, I just love that the two of you that we got to have both of you in as guests at the same time, because I just loved all the different places. So it sounds like this will be maybe like, and we'll do something else like this. I don't know, some kind of special other episode. Well, definitely.
0: Well, Guadalupe has, I think, dropped links, but real quick from both of you, where can people find you? you? What projects are we working on? Where can we see more of Meg? Where can we see more of Crystal?
2: Yes,
3: thank Thank you. you. Thank you.
2: Okay. Yeah. So you can uh, find me, where can you find me on Instagram and Facebook at unkinked.love in both of those situations uh, because I just really love helping people get unkinked. Mm -hmm. So we are coming from that angle and yeah. That's it.
0: Well, real quick, I want yeah. to point out though like someone like you mentioned like oh it's something about I want to get kinky and your whole thing is you got to get unkinked. So Amen. You can get really kinky, all right? All
2: day, all day. So- we have to unkink the BS to get really
0: kinky. <laughs> to get to the BSM, right? All right, girl.
2: Yeah, I'm I'm a kink I'm friendly <laughs> kink, I love the kink. So come my way if that's your uh, if that gets your juices flowing.
0: Meg, my f- new fr- favorite <laughs> friends. Where can oh. we find more of you?
3: Um, I am on transmissions of the I have transmissions of the soul, Instagram, Facebook, and then I have separated the light work and the shadow work. It's still one business, but dark moon Chiron is the shadow side where I get more into the dream work and the, the, the shadows and what it means. So
0: mm, I love it.
3: And Thanks. hopefully you'll post in our, um, roundtable our
1: spiritual rebels and misfits group when you start going live maybe if you feel that cosmic nudge to go live and do this maybe you will be willing to share
3: with our facebook
1: group when you're doing that
3: i would love to and if everyone loves this like i i guess i just have to do a better time like better timing (laughs) we
1: will make sure that we help spread the word when you're doing that because i think it's very much um in demand just based on all the people that wanted you to read them. I would love to tune into those. It was amazing. Thank you both so much for being here. I'll make sure that I put all of your links and all the places to connect with both of you in the show notes for anyone that listens to the audio or wants to like re-listen to this episode. What a great way to start our our Friday evening,
0: it is. Oh, oh, really. <laughs> oh my thank, gosh. You thank, thank, thank you so you. much, love. Thank you so much.
3: Thank you for inviting me. This is wonderful and so right. much fun. Nice thank meeting you. you.
2: Nice to meet
3: you, make. What a
2: blessing. <laughs> Bye, you we too, Masters.
1: I love that. I like. I feel like that, like bringing those two together, like mm. was amazing, and I just am so happy that we got could be connected with Meg somebody that's new that came into our lives and our world to like bring that because that was just awesome
0: I'd like to talk about the shadow of this podcast though <laughs> all right how dare you sneak I'm sorry. That human molestation of the dolphin in on me I like was really that, weirded no? out okay. I just had to talk
1: about it because so, I I was just like I remember I took a shower after I was like so you what the fuck I was like I don't I don't, I don't even know what I'm thinking about this right now like why am I reading this? Why did universe bring this into my path? Like, what does this mean? I just,
0: you took a lovely, wholesome time (laughs) and you mucked it all up. All right. You and your cheetah print, you're just out of control. So thank you, Meg and Crystal and shame on you. Shame (laughs) on you.
1: (laughs) All right. Well, we're going to wrap it up. We do not know. I feel like there's a mystery
0: podcast. Yeah. There's like a
1: few guests that we're talking to next week. If not, then we'll, we'll think of something to bring to you that I don't know. Maybe we'll maybe we'll talk about more about dolphins. No, I don't we won't.
0: Know. <laughs> dolphins are banned from this podcast, thanks to Ashley. All right. Like all of you have a beautiful Friday evening and we'll see you soon. Bye. Bye y'all.